Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. It's James. On this mini-episode, Russell Gassetti provides some of the most practical advice a musician can do to get attention, as well as what not to do, and a lot of the reasons why he continues to do what he does with regard to shows. Thanks as always. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please tell a friend. And don't forget to head over to Diamond Hill Park in Cumberland, Rhode Island for the 10th Annual Summer Solstice Festival this Saturday, June 18th. You can find more info about this amazing Celtic and World Music Festival at riverfolk.org. Russ, I wanted to ask you, has there been any musical advice that, or I guess it could be just advice in general from, you know, operating a business or anything like that, but is there anything that a mentor, a fellow musician that they passed along to you that you would like to, to share? I think pretty easily it is to honestly treat everybody you work with really nicely and with respect, which should be a no-brainer for everybody everywhere, but mm-hmm. especially in Rhode Island. This is such a small state. You are going to meet people <laughs> that you meet early in life. You're going to meet them again several times, yeah. and you want to know that you treated them really well because you may have to work with them, and mm-hmm. they may want to work with you. You know, it's it's really interesting seeing people go up and down yeah. uh, when you're just starting out as a band or when you've been established for a while or all of a sudden, if you're, you know, in a different position, you're going to run into them again. And, you know, remember that nobody, this is a job. It's obviously, again, what we love, but being a musician, being in a band, running a venue, it's a job and you Mm -hmm. have to treat it, you know, you have to treat it like a job as well too. And that means being fair for everybody. One of my biggest things as a musician, and I see it occasionally happen now, it's like, don't, agree to a gig and then take a better paying gig <laughs> and blow, you know, that it's just, you can't do that. I get it. It's terrible that you're not making as much money, but people will find out. And it's like the worst thing. If you're, if people can't trust your word, it, you know, that's, that's like just a little bugaboo, but it's a big one. It's like, that tells me how you're going to treat me in the future. Yeah. You know, is, is to kind of do that. Music. It's about getting paid, which yes, we all need to get paid, but it's... We do, but it's short-sighted because you may be blowing, you know, five more gigs in the coming years by alienating the person that you did that to. So it's like, it's short-sighted. Honor honor what you say you're going to do. And, you know, I do remember as a a performer, my one performing thing that, that is barely even a musical thing, but it's like, I was told, I can't remember who told me, but I've reiterated it a lot. Don't make a face when you make a mistake. <laughs> so when you're playing on stage and you're playing that guitar lick and you mess up, so many people tend to make this big, oh, face and look around. They're like, oh, throw their head up. It's like, guess what? The audience doesn't know. They hear something. They don't know which musician did yeah. it unless you make that face. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, unless you're being recorded, that's gone to the ether. You yeah. know, it's like. Play a poker face up there. Nobody knows it happens. It's a little blip. Yeah. <laughs> but it is funny. And that can really, you know, people get so self-conscious, especially when you're starting out. It's like, it's gone. Mm-hmm. You, you can't dwell on that. And that can unfortunately ruin your whole, 
you know, performance sometimes is if you get really freaked out about it. But I always thought that was funny. And I'm like, yeah. And I look now and I'm like, oop, you just made a mistake. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've shared it in the past that that is why I intentionally chew gum. I mean, I don't need to sing, but why I chew gum when I play drums is just because it kind of masks That's some of that stuff just because I'm kind of moving my face a lot. And I have learn oh. that as well just because i have to be like oh, i messed this up as most musicians sure and, we all do uh, you know we'll tend to focus on the negative part and be like how was the set it was good i messed up the one thing once in one song yes that's, that's the you know the second thing i'm telling you when that's not all of the other things i did and these other but like, you oh, did really <laughs> well and yeah you <laughs> dwell on this up. but um but yeah i just started chewing gum because it just kind of masks that because it, it is admittedly it's it's a little bit involuntary in a sense it's not sure. like you know i'm just doing it be like oh man you know but I, yeah i missed that fill there or i missed whatever yep um but yeah no it is important just because yeah the fans uh, or the people that are at the the show, they don't they're know. they're like they're looking for a good time. They're looking for yep. those other things. Or you know, I also have a ton of respect for people that are playing uh, cover music. Or you know, I'm sure that if you're playing traditional songs as well, Russ, that there are people that know these things. Correct. I've never done that. Never been able to do that. So to you know, be upfront, no one. That's. The way I played it that night is how that song goes. You know? that, that's exactly right. <laughs> like, that's no one how knows I, I what I meant to do. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I wrote the drum part. That's what it is now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's as long as I don't have this like very visible from the from the audience right motion then no one really knows you know it's like, like completely I'll train wreck it i'll have to watch and see if you like blow a bubble when you make a mistake there's gonna be something telltale there's no yeah but uh yeah unless i like train wreck the entire rhythm but um yeah but it, no that's that's an important thing and, and yeah just trying to be in the moment i think is also just the biggest thing and just it really you know, is like enjoying the experience and not dwelling about all this other stuff and because it is it's, people it's people are there to support you it's like people sometimes think it's a challenge relationship and it's not mm-hmm. an audience is there because they want to have fun just like mm-hmm. you said it's like don't it's not about you all the time mm-hmm. it's about them yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. the bottom line and it's, that, that comes with age it comes yeah. with you know from doing it for a while mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'll ask like, people, how was the show? Be like, that was good. Did, yep. you, did you have a good time? Exactly. You know? Oh, you had a good time? Awesome. Yeah. That, that is the time. exact you know? like, correct way to put it. That's my perspective on that stuff. Agreed. Um, but yeah, I mean, from your own experience of playing music for decades, you know, taking lessons, running a, a venue of uh, this size and longevity, is there something that you've learned over that time? that uh you know from actually doing these things that that you would like to to share yeah i think some of it is is piggybacks on on kind of what i was saying it's it's you know be open to the experience find out what you're good at and and do that i you know who knew when i started i didn't know that i would be really good at or love actually being on the venue end of things Mm -hmm. i always thought i'd be playing music and be that side of it and now I, I'm not. I, I think to myself, oh, I really haven't played music in two years. Everyone else picked up an instrument and <laughs> learned a new instrument during COVID. And I was just, I cons- I became a grant writer and wrote yeah. grants and, yeah. you know, fixed my roof <laughs> at the theater. You know, it's it's really funny. But it's like just to be open to, to all of that and, and just, um, you know, be supportive of other musicians that are around as much as you can. I do try to tell, you know, and venues are, can be guilty of it too, but... I know as a venue, I work really hard to promote 
gigs mm-hmm. in every way I can. And those ways are less and less as you don't get the, the newspaper coverage you used to and, and this or that. But it's like I always have a thing with a lot of musicians are like, uh, I don't have time or I don't know how to use Facebook or I don't do any social media at all. Or, oh, I hate politics. I can't be on Facebook. I'm like, okay, I respect that. It's not fun being on Facebook all the time, but it's a tool. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to, if you as the band or musician are not promoting the gig to your friends and fans, I can't reach them as the venue. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, <laughs> you're not doing your job. You know, I can only reach my fans and I can reach the general public in as many things there are, but it's like, it is a two way street. Everybody needs to work hard to, to make a gig as successful as possible. And, and that includes, you know, be smart, especially in Rhode Island where it's so small, don't take a gig a week before, uh, you know, that has a cover charge, especially if it's a higher cover charge and play a free gig. You know, it's like, you're, you're not, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not helpful for anybody, you know, because mm-hmm. if, if there is not a good crowd, generally you're working for, you know, a guarantee and then, a, a, you know, a split of a percentage, you know, at least where I am, I always offer a guarantee. That was one of my biggest things as a musician. I said, I vow no one will ever work for not a guarantee, but then mm-hmm. the incentive is the split after, you know, expenses and you got to work with me to get a crowd in here. Yeah. It's that simple. And who will I invite back? I'll invite back people who actually I know worked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I've learned to be the master of looking at the Patriots schedule and the oh, Celtics yeah, yeah, schedule. Yeah. You know, I'm very yeah, pleased to say that my Solstice Festival is not on the day of a Celtics game six or seven. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's but it's crazy the things you know. That's what you compete with. You're not just competing with other venues and other mm-hmm. bands playing. You're competing with everything that's going. Going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a water fire tonight. Okay, many people will go here. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a, you know, it's like you gotta yeah. be, you gotta be as the venue. You gotta be smart and and make it as uh, easy as possible, or make it more attainable to get people in. But that's what you do rely on. It's like it's a two way street of needing both performer and venue to mm-hmm. work as hard as they can. Yeah, you know. No, it's great to hear. I mean, I've recently uh, done a show with. The Warren House of Pizza, the, the owner there wanted to bring in some some music. He's a musician himself, like plays jazz and, and a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he printed up the poster that I designed and like hung it up around town. And it, awesome. like, honestly, it was just really cool to see that. I mean, I've played yep. a thousand shows That's and awesome. I've worked with a lot of people and, and, you know, it's no disrespect to anyone that's done that stuff. I get the time crunch and all that stuff. Of but when he's like, hey, I printed some up and I hung some up, I was like, wow, that's really cool because I'm, at, you know, I am a person in a band yep. uh, that will still design flyers and print them up and hang them up. Like, it's just part of the experience what of doing you do. a show for me, you exactly. know, like, you know, back in the day of hanging stuff up on Thayer Street and, uh, you know all of this stuff is just kind of part of the overall experience. It's not just that night for me, you know, personally. Yeah. Um, and again, a lot of the other venues are doing stuff through sure. social media and that is fantastic as well. But again, just for me, it was just cool of like, Oh, this person has actually printed up some, some of the flyers and, and showing up, some you know, initiative. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, just put up as a couple of coffee shops, whatever. Um, yeah, so because yeah, I mean, we know the the struggle of doing this stuff. Like, of it, course, it's not an easy road to to be a musician uh, most of the time. No, um, and even when you do get to a level of success, it's a whole different level of it not being easy. You know, so that is correct. Um, 
but uh, yeah, so I, I just really love what you said of just doing the stuff together and, um, you know, yes, yeah, so. sharing the responsibility and then sharing the good that comes of it. You know, yeah. if everybody works hard, it's one of the reasons, James, that I don't book usually more than a show a week. I'll mm -hmm. occasionally do a, a you know a Saturday, Sunday, this or that if the band's just too good to pass up, and that's mm -hmm. the one day I can get them. But there's just not enough audience in general or enough coverage. If you send in, that's one thing I learned from working at the newspaper is like, if I send in a press release and I have three events that week, they're going to pick one to cover. Yeah. And maybe you get a sentence at the end of the press release on the main one about the other ones, but there's only so much. It, it mm -hmm. becomes oversaturation. And, and I will say that also from, you know, I constantly will tell bands that send in their pictures and I'm like, oh, so I see four white guys sitting around a table. You don't have instruments and you're kind of not smiling. <laughs> so I've been in that newsroom where the editors are picking the picture that's going to go in the art section. Yeah. And that's not going in the art section. You know, I, I get it. You're a musician. You don't want to hold your instrument. But guess what? It's the only way in a quick identifying, uh, oh, I turned the page and, oh, there's yeah. some guys holding some instruments. Oh, that instrument looks cool. I haven't seen that. Yeah. That picture runs. People that are not smiling and just like yeah. doing nothing, you could be accountants sitting at that yeah, table. Yeah. It's like, I have no idea. And, and it won't run. And that's the bottom line. And I've seen that decision. I've made that decision myself. I'm like, that does not make the newspaper look good. You know? Yeah. No, that's <laughs> so, an interesting tip. So it, it's funny. And it's, you know, still, I, I, I end up, you, you get, it's, does it take long to change? No. But I end up getting photos in from bands that are like, you know, 72 DPI web, web resolution. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that is four foot by five foot, you know, take yeah. it on the phone. It's not sized. It's not, yeah. you know, I'm like, please don't make me work harder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, they're just little gripes, but yeah. it is well, funny. It's a good okay. piece of advice. Of, it's, you know, it's be fun seeing send it. in print ready stuff and, yeah. you know, get your ducks in a row and um, make it easy. You know, yeah. it, it, it really is that. Far. And same thing, make sure bands, make sure your tech information is correct. I don't want the uh, rider from 2014 as two different band members. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and it's like, you know, we you still get that as people show up and it's like, oh, yeah, no, we, we changed our tech. And I'm like, okay. That's not what I was prepared for. Yeah, we're already <laughs> set up this way. The board is labeled and, you know, it's like... Yeah. You know, again, it's it's just like everything else in this business, James, is just be courteous and know, know that nobody is making a ton of money here and just try to help each other have the best experience you can. Yeah. That's when it's good, you know? Yeah. Don't piss off the sound man. That's just always a <laughs> oh, good bumper safe. sticker. So. Yeah. That, that should be carved in something, you know? Like, you know, even if the sound guy is being cruel to you, just yep. be like, be nice. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Whatever it is, just, you know, like until the set's done. And then, but yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, last question with, with this segment. I'm just always curious what inspires you. You know, it could be musically, it could be just in life, but, um, you know, what has kind of helped continue to, to drive you to uh, do what you do? Yeah, it's, boy, uh, you know, those big questions are tricky, but they're simple. It's like, it's just, it's being nice and making people happy. That mm -hmm. sounds like kind of silly oh. and trite, but at the age I am at, and what I've been doing, it's like, that's what brings me joy. When I can put on a show 
and see faces coming in the door, hopefully attached to bodies, uh, would, would always be good. But, yeah. you know, when I see them here and, you know, my volunteers greet them by name and it's it's like cheers. Hey, Norm! You know? yeah, yeah. It's like, but that's cool. And then they are having that interaction, that special interaction with a band. It's like, that's why I do it. It's, it's and, you, you know, making the world a little bit happier and giving... The fact that you can come here for three hours at a day and just get away from all the other insane stuff going on in this world mm -hmm. and not look at your phone for three hours and not, you know, worry about what's going on in the Ukraine or anything else. It's like, you know, but for peace of mind, you need that respite. You need that place where you can just enjoy and and more than anything oh my goodness i'm in a room with people i don't know or you probably do know many of them yeah. here if you but it's like it's 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 not just a party where you know everybody it's like i am sharing an experience with people that i don't know mm -hmm. seeing a band who maybe has never been here in the country you know like that's cool yeah that is a cool kind of thing so you know that that's again sounds very basic and easy but that's what's pushing me now it's uh Oh, and certainly the sexy hot cars that I have now. So that's a uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, running a nonprofit, right? You know, like. best buddy idea ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we do it just like musicians. I do it because I love it. Mm -hmm. Musicians play because they love it, and you know, it's it's it it is something special. The art world and the music world is a a, a special thing, and. I think especially in Rhode Island where we get to know everybody really well. It's small enough where you really do, even if you don't hang out with them all the time. That's what's been really cool to me for the Rhode Island Music Hall of Fame is mm -hmm. meeting all of these people that I've always known, but I didn't necessarily hang out with and have a, a talking relationship with. But, you know, a lot of the times now we do. And it's uh, and, and guess what? They're kind of the same. Mm -hmm. they're, they're just as nice as the people I already hang out with. I just never had an opportunity to do so before. So yeah, it's yeah. good. Music world's a good place to meet people. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely being able to share and create with each other. Yep. Just have these really, you know, impactful, sometimes lifelong relationships. Absolutely. Really cool. Yeah. So, um, well, thanks so much, Russ. It was really Thank cool. You. And, uh, yeah. Some insightful tips there. Nice. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hope we see everybody at the uh, Solstice Festival, June 18th. Nice. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. During the full episode, Russ talked about how Rhode Island Music Hall of Fame inductee Ken Lyon played with Pendragon for a period of time. And one of the most popular songs they performed together was a rendition they did of Doc Watson's song, Handsome Molly that featured Ken on bass and vocals. I have that for you next year, and I hope you enjoy. Well, I wish I was in London Some of the seaport town I'd set my foot on a steamship And sail the ocean round I'd sail across the ocean I'd sail across the sea And think a handsome Molly wherever she may be Now you remember Molly
right hand And you vowed if ever you married That I could be your man I saw you in church last Save 